Hello, everyone, and welcome back to my podcast, Girl on the Go. I am your host, Maddie, and this week, for our very first full episode, we are going to be talking about something that is quite pertinent during this time of the year, and that is the idea of New Year's resolutions. Now, before I begin and get into my own New Year's resolutions, and I have quite a few, I wanted to make a quick note that New Year's resolutions do not work for everyone, and that's okay. You know, sometimes, and this is quite a common phenomenon, I think, people will make resolutions and the new year will come around and something will happen at some point in the year, maybe not right at the beginning, but at some point, maybe a few months in. And a person is not able to stick to their resolution for maybe a day or two. And rather than just kind of moving on and getting back into the groove of their resolution, the person feels like they've failed and will really berate themselves and feel badly about themselves and be in a worse place than when they started off. And that's a very real experience. And I've experienced it before. And I just wanted to say on this podcast, you know, if you experience this and you hate resolutions and you don't do them because you don't want to feel this way, I get it. And there is no judgment here. However, for me now, I have kind of come up with a science that works really well for me. And so I think I do enjoy actually making resolutions and I'm excited to share mine with you all. So, without further ado, let's get started. So, let's get right into it and talk about my very first resolution. And before I explain what it is, I first have to explain a little bit more about myself. So one thing about me that you need to know in order to know me, and you will know it right away once you get to know me, is that I love books. I love to read. I try to read all different types of literary works, fiction, nonfiction, science fiction, fantasy, mysteries, memoirs, all of the above. And I even work at a bookstore. So books and reading are a big part of my life. So now for my resolution. I want to read 75 books this upcoming year. Now, I know what you're probably thinking. 75 books, that's, you know, kind of a lot. Kind of a little insane. And I hear you. I hear what you're saying. But let me explain a little bit more. So this past year, I actually had a goal originally to read 100 books. And then I was in school. I was studying abroad. Things got crazy. Things got hectic. And I amended my goal in the summer to be 50 books. And I was able to do it. I am about to finish my 52nd book. So a book a week for this year. And I'm super proud of that. 
And that was during school when I was a full-time student, also working two jobs and doing an internship. So my reasoning is that if I can do that, I definitely think I can read 75 books when I'm not in school. Now, normally I don't have a resolution with such a specific number, or if it is a specific number, it's usually a lower number. But here I really wanna push myself. I think I can do it. I think I can do a really good job. And I have a lot of faith. And for that reason, my goal is 75 books. It also helps that I'm in three different book clubs, so that also motivates me to read. All right, so that is my first resolution. I want to read 75 books. My next New Year's resolution, some may argue, might be even more ambitious. And it is that I want to run a marathon. I know this sounds a little bit daunting and a little bit scary, but bear with me. When I was in high school, I used to run half marathons. I was on the cross country team, I was on the track team, I played a number of different sports, and I was a distance runner. I could run long distances at a time. Then I went off to college, I stopped running, I got kind of really consumed by schoolwork, and I had a lot less time to do the things like running that I really loved. And even though I would try to make time, it was just really hard. Being a student is hard. But now that I'm done with school and I've graduated, one of my goals is to run a marathon. And I really like the idea of this resolution specifically because I think it, is, it, it encapsulates many different mini resolutions or goals within a larger one. <clears throat> and I can explain that. So when you run a marathon, you can't just run it overnight. You need months and months of training in order to run it without getting injured, to run it properly. Or at least most people do. Now, I am excited about this resolution because I know that it will get me to train, which means that I will eventually be able to run a 5K, a 10K, then a half marathon. Each of these smaller milestones that I have to get to in order to run a marathon feel like little mini resolutions that I'll be doing. And so that's why I really like this goal. And like I mentioned before, I'm okay with changing my resolutions. Let's say the marathon doesn't happen. That's okay. But I'm going to aim for it to happen so I get myself in the mindset to train and get my body ready. You might also have noticed that I didn't put a time limit on running this marathon. I don't really care, honestly, if I run this marathon on December 31st of 2024. My goal right now is just to run it. I also don't have a timing or a pacing, um, a speed that I want to run it. Again, my goal is to just run it. I'm not going to tell myself how fast to run it, how slow. 
I'm just going to do what feels right for my body. So that's my second resolution. My third one, and this is related to both running a marathon and reading books, is that I really want to practice patience. Now, before anybody jumps to conclusions, let me explain a little bit more. I am a very patient person when it comes to other people. I'm very good with little kids, with not getting frustrated or angry with people when there are a lot of things going on. I've worked in retail and food service, and people know that in order to do those jobs, you have to be pretty patient. So I am familiar with being patient with other people. With that being said, I am incredibly impatient when it comes to two other things, and that is life and myself. I'm really impatient when it comes to life. I want things to happen immediately. And obviously, that's not very realistic. I'm also incredibly impatient when it comes to myself. I expect myself to be good at things immediately. And this is how this relates back to reading and running. Running a marathon does not happen overnight, like I mentioned. You need to train for months in order to be able to do it. And so I'm hoping that these two resolutions will be able to work in uh, or work in tandem. I'm hoping that as I continue to practice patience and try different ways of being more patient, I will be more okay with the slow pace it takes at getting ready and prepared to run a marathon. Similarly, I'll be okay when I have days when I read pretty slowly, which does happen to me quite often because I am not necessarily a fast reader. So that is my third resolution. I really want to practice patience. And specifically, I want to practice patience with things I cannot control, which is really scary because I don't like things that I cannot control. And I want to practice patience with myself. Again, hard, scary, something to work on. All right, so next, I'm going to loop these, the, the fourth and the fifth resolutions in together because they're pretty similar. And they are that I want to meditate three times a week and journal three times a week. And you might be wondering, Maddie, why three times a week? Why not every day? Why not five times a week? And I promise there is a method to my decision-making process. So just bear with me. So with meditation, I have thought for a long time now that meditation might be something that is really good for me and could really work for me. I am naturally just a relatively anxious person. I, you know, I mentioned in my first episode that I have OCD, which is an anxiety disorder. And a lot of the times during the day, I will just get really anxious for legitimately no reason. So to remedy that or to fix that, I've been considering and thinking about and practicing also on and off meditation for a while now. My problem has been consistency. I am not the greatest at being consistent with meditation. I do find it to be really helpful. 
And I have also found that in a world where we are continuously and even more so inundated with social media, meditation can be really helpful for clearing your mind. But again, it's been really difficult for me and challenging. So I said that I wanted to meditate three times a week because I want to hold myself accountable to keep a schedule to my meditation. But I also recognize that there are going to be some days where I inevitably slip up and I just don't meditate because I'm human and that happens. And when that happens, I don't want to get mad at myself. I want to be kind to myself. And that's why I'm telling myself only three times a week, not every day, not five times a week, three times a week. Because if I can do that, then I'm still holding to a schedule, but I'm not overwhelming myself. Now, the same goes for journaling. I have often felt like if I were more consistent, I do journal. I have a journal right next to me right now. But I felt that if I were more consistent in journaling, I might feel better and more clear about my emotions. I might have some more introspective realizations. And so that's why I really want to journal more. And again, I'm doing the times three rule for the same reasons as with the meditation. I don't want to get angry or frustrated with myself if I'm unable to journal one day, but I want to hold some semblance of a routine. And hopefully journaling will also help me with my anxiety. So those are my fourth and fifth resolutions. Okay, now on to the sixth resolution. And that one, unlike the other ones, is a little bit more broad and general. My sixth resolution is that I want to do one thing every day to love myself. Now, that for me is general I made it general for a reason, and that's because loving yourself and doing an act of kindness and love for yourself can look really different depending on the day. Some days it might just be brushing my teeth. You know, that's taking care of myself. Some days it might be buying myself a little gift, like a candle. Some days it might be putting on makeup because that personally makes me feel good. I really want to prioritize myself and taking care of myself this upcoming year in 2024 because historically, I have needed to work on that somewhat. One other problematic thing about having OCD is a lot of the times it makes you really hard on yourself. I, as a result of my OCD, am very perfectionistic and that means I expect everything I do to be perfect. Now, I'm sure you can all see the immediate flaw in that logic. I'm a human, so obviously not everything I do is going to be perfect. In fact, nothing I do is going to be perfect. So this is why I really want to work on loving myself every day.
my next resolution is relatively similar to the previous one. And that is that I want to take care of myself more regularly. Now, in some ways, this totally overlaps with the doing one thing to show myself that I love myself every day. And you might be wondering, Maddie, how are these two things different? In my mind, taking care of yourself regularly is doing very specific tasks each day to make sure that your well-being is taken care of. Whereas doing one thing to love yourself every day is more spontaneous. When I say that I want to take care of myself more regularly, I mean that when it's really late at night and I've had a long day and just want to go to sleep, I will actually take a moment and do my skincare routine because I know in the long term it'll make me feel better. Or I will try to drink some more water throughout the day and keep water by my bed. Those are some ways in which I want to take care of myself more regularly. Because I feel like right now, and especially in school, oh my gosh, school is the worst. School really makes you prioritize other things in, in front of your, instead of your health. Physical, emotional, um, mental, all of the above. There were so many times when I would be in school and I would pull an all-nighter to finish a project instead of sleep. And that is just not taking care of myself. I am somebody who needs a lot of sleep. I need like eight to eight or nine hours or I'm not functioning well. So that is my next resolution. Just taking care of myself in general more regularly. My next resolution is that I really want to get better at saving money. I am somebody who is really good at spending money. And it can be a problem. I love to spend money. I think it's my way of coping with a lot of things that I can't, cannot control. When things are not going necessarily well in my life or when I feel a particularly strong insecurity, I tend to spend more money because I am convinced that a specific product or thing will fix whatever insecurity or unhappy feeling I may have. For instance, let's say I have a pimple and it's making me really insecure. Because of that pimple, I might be more inclined to buy unnecessary acne solutions, even though I already have face wash and moisturizer and other stuff. You know, pimples can be caused by a lot of different things. It might just be hormonal and have nothing to do with my skincare routine whatsoever. And yet I still will buy something because I feel insecure. This happens also with my hair. You know, I happen to have at times very frizzy hair. And when that happens, I feel insecure and sometimes want to buy, like, products for it. The other thing that is not great for me is that I'm very easily influenced. When I see somebody I admire having something, I immediately want it. 
and I'm again not very patient so I just want to buy it immediately so I can have that feeling of satisfaction of owning the same thing and feeling like I'm cool too. So for this upcoming year for 2024 I really want to work more on saving money. Now I'm not entirely sure how this is going to work. Does that mean I'm going to start a Google Doc, a Google Sheet, an Excel Sheet, a Google Form? I don't know. But I want to be more cognizant of it and go into the year really aware of this goal that I'm setting to save money. So when I see the really cute jelly cat on their website or in the store, maybe not buying that right away. Maybe waiting a little bit. And for those of you who might not know, a jelly cat is a type of stuffed animal that I happen to be very obsessed with. As I'm recording this, there are two right on my desk. But yes, that is my next resolution. I really want to save more money. My next resolution is that I want to apply to five jobs a week. Now, once again, I was very specific in my number for this resolution. I said specifically five. Initially, I had 10, but I realized that that just seemed a little bit too unrealistic for me. And I'm very much about setting realistic and achievable goals. One thing that people tell you about graduating from college, but I don't think it's emphasized enough, is just how kind of scary it is. You know, you've been in school, in college, with things to do and a path and things kind of laid out for you. And then suddenly you graduate and things are a lot less clear. Your path isn't as clear. You have a lot of freedom, which is nice. But the future isn't set in stone, or at least that's how it is for me. I did not graduate with a job offer already lined up. I applied. Trust me, I applied, but it just did not work out. So my goal is to kind of stay on top of that and continue applying to jobs over the next year and apply to at least five jobs each week. That's less than one job a day. I think that's pretty reasonable. There are so many jobs out there. I don't think I will ever run out of jobs to apply to. But basically continue applying until I ultimately land on a job. So that's my ninth resolution. Okay, we are at the final resolution. So another thing about me, besides the fact that I love to read, is that I really like to learn about new things. Part of the reason probably why I love to read. And so my final resolution, and the one that I came up with today, is that each week I want to either watch one new TED Talk or documentary or listen to a new podcast. It can be one of the three. And honestly, I just really want to do that because I want to expand my mind, learn about new things, especially now that I am not going to be in class and learning 
and having that close proximity to like immediate knowledge all the time. I want to stimulate my brain, even though I'm not going to be in school for the time being. And so that's the reasoning behind this final resolution. And I think it's pretty doable. You know, a TED Talk is so easy to watch. Just like pop one on while you're brushing your teeth or journaling or something like that. And there are, there's no lack of TED Talks. A podcast you can listen to while walking, while getting ready. Documentary is a little bit more tri tricky or difficult. But maybe if I have some time on the weekend, that can be my one thing. And if I don't have time, I don't have to do the documentary. I could do the TED Talk or the podcast. I gave myself options on purpose. All right. Well, those are my 10 resolutions. Thank you so much for listening and staying with me. I know that this was kind of a long list, but I really appreciate all of my listeners. And feel free to comment your own resolutions as well. I would love to hear them and we can share and kind of create a little fun community. But with that being said, I hope you all are well. I hope you all are staying staying well, not getting sick in the, the winter time. And I'm wishing you all so much love during this holiday season and going into the new year. And I will catch you all soon.